what bugs you most? Like, you know, like I see like on Facebook people posting just a lot of like just negative stuff, more or less about like. You know, if you keep talking smack about me, something's going to happen. You know, really vague, but really negative. They're airing their dirty laundry out. And I'm just thinking, like, you look, you just got to keep, you know, what you said left in the head. Right? I mean, just don't bring it out. Because you're just, like, putting it out there. It's not a not a good idea. It's changing us in a really weird way, all this social activity like this. Yeah, you know, everything. The, because the thing is, is we're kind of, as we're seeing it, developing the etiquette as we go along. You know, because it wasn't anything we knew prior. We're just, we're figuring it out as we go. Well, and, uh, my, it's interesting. My, I was driving home and I had an interesting conversation with my, my mother, in fact. And we decided that the social um, aspect of the, the technology that's out there today is actually creating a society of, or a generation maybe of people who don't necessarily know how to interact socially, you know, with actual people or maybe don't learn that as quickly as we used to learn it growing up because we weren't communicating through technology. We were communicating face-to-face with people. You know, I always think right now when I look at younger kids and stuff, I'm like, I am so glad I'm not a kid right now. I'm glad I grew up the time that I grew up. I think to see the changes in the, cha- in the, in the short amount of time has been a- amazing. You know, the technology we've seen has just been like, oh, yeah, I mean – it's just, I mean, I can't even explain. I don't want to tell you how old I am by, by saying that I, I have played with 8-tracks. I agree <laughs> you know, with you, but Yeah, it's just the way it is, you know. I mean, now you have a different way of people being raised. So, you know, soon enough we'll start seeing that indent into our society. And then I don't know what's going to happen at the next generation after that. I mean, is it going to be, as George Carlin said, more pussification of our of our minds i guess you can say of our raising up our next generations because i mean i rode bikes with no helmet and i'm fine i mean i cracked my skull a couple of times on the ground but look at me now <laughs> right i mean it's just overprotection and it's just it's, it's becoming more of a i don't know you know we talked about the you know the election was just last week and we were talking about uh like this one attorney general felicia rodolini i think she was going for here in arizona for attorney general I think it was her, and she was like, one of these statements she said was, uh, we have to protect the families. And I'm like, what are we protecting them from? Who are they, who are they from, under attack from? So I'm just kind of wondering, like, you know, that whole mentality of raising children these days is, is completely unknown to me now. I don't know, Carl, you have kids. Well, you know, I think what happens is that everything's right in front of you these days, so you see it all. And so as a parent, it makes you maybe more aware of the bad that's around even though it may not be in your area or you know a direct uh threat to you excuse me but you think maybe that you know i think you you are more cautious because you are more aware of, of maybe the things and 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 what's going on in the world because it's all right in front of you all right the time. so it's gonna s- no way to escape it like we could as kids yeah all right exactly so it almost puts that more of a fear into you doesn't it I mean, yeah, when I you're for, for me, it definitely does as a parent. I think. Uh, I, well, think about this, Carl. When when we were young, when we were growing up, <laughs> all right, we we uh, I mean, there wasn't very many choices of television stations. You know, you had ABC, CBS, and, and NBC. That was pretty much it. That's all where you got everyone's news from. That's how we all got on the same page as a country. Was was that? And then slowly but surely, here comes Fox, and here comes the internet, and here comes, you know, a thousand other sources of places to get your stuff from. You know, so it's, it's just a different environment <coughs> these days. 
You know, it's just a different way of, uh, you know, communicating. So how do you, you know, rein that in or can you or is this what do you do to adapt to it? And how do you, you know, raise children to have more of a social appetite of being in public and, you know, not being afraid to shake hands or say hi to anybody on the streets? I don't know. It's just a weird, you know, uh, I don't know. Is it a conundrum? What do you think, man? I mean, everyone's got their heads buried in their phones or iPads. I mean, you're, no one's looking up. There's no social interaction anymore. I mean, you've seen the couples that are just like texting each other at a table, you, you know? Yeah, like. it's strange, man. I mean, we just don't like see each other. When I see now, I'm making it a point, and I kind of usually do anyway, but I just like to tell you that it makes a difference when you walk by people and you smile at them and you say hi. And you'll be surprised what a smile will do for them because they'll smile. Hopefully they will. If they don't, then there's a problem with them, you know? Not my problem. Well, my problem is walking around saying hi to everyone. <laughs> so that's my problem. Some people have a problem with that, though. <laughs> uh, Vickers yeah. here with us, yeah. Well, you know how to handle that problem? <laughs> you can medicate, Victor. Yeah. Uh, Vickers hanging out with us here. He is a medical marijuana grower. You're an official grower of the state. You also uh, create edibles for, this, for, uh, for patients as well. Um, so, uh, I want to introduce you again with that. And, uh, I know you got a, do you have a, you don't have a website, do you, mm. but you have, um, a Facebook page. Can you do that or should you do that? I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> not See, that much activity is okay, so worth we'll, it. I mean, well, well, let's talk about this because I know you're, you're deeply involved in uh, the medical marijuana movement and I'm sure overall legalization of it all. Cause as we're finding the legalization isn't going to take a real hamper from the medicinal side because, the strands and the the potency of the recreational versus the medicinal is going to be different. Yes. And that, I think, is there's got to be stipulation. I mean, you got to make sure that it's different, right? Because otherwise you're screwing over a lot of people who are medicinal growers, you know, who are really growing the, 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 the highest potent THC you can <laughs> get. The better the medicine, the better you're going to feel. Mm -hmm. So, And the better the cure. So in, in essence... Talk about that real quick. I want to know what your thoughts are. I mean, what do you, uh, how do you look at that? Well, I mean, I always just urge people to understand that there's a huge difference between recreational and medicinal. I mean, if you're getting high, you're getting high. You know, I have no f fucking problem with that. <laughs> you know, like you go home, you work, you work a hard day's work and you're looking forward to a beer and a joint at the end of the day. There's nothing fucking wrong with that to me. But if you have worked your hard day long or you can't even start your day without that joint because your bones are aching so much, you can barely eat anything to get any nutritional nutrition into you just to process the day. So, I mean, there's a huge difference between that because most people are weekend smokers that are recreational users or hang out with their friends, not having to medicate every morning. Right. You know, I mean, but it, it you know, a lot of people look at, well, you have to do that just to feel better. Well, do you drink water to stay alive? That's the way that I look at it. You, you, and, well, it's funny you, you kind of mentioned, you know, those that I want to get home from have, home, have a beer and a joint, you know, to I need to wake up. I need to smoke it because it needs, that's the only way I'm really going to be able to get out of bed because mm -hmm. I'm aching and it helps me out. Um, there isn't that third one. And that third one is the one everyone jumps on is, oh, he needs to smoke when he wakes up and he needs to smoke every day because he's addicted to it. And, you know, and, and the funny thing is, is I've never, I, I've addicted, I don't know really what the definition is in their minds of what addiction is, you know, because I've smoked it. I've left it for a few years. I've smoked it. I've left it a couple times. I smoke it. Now I'm a card holder. It's more beneficial for me now. I can really see it, and I look at it in a different light now, which is real interesting. You know, back then I didn't use it 
for my pain. <laughs> you know, I used it for, um, I don't know, I guess to have fun, yeah, you just know, just to have fun, just to have fun. It opens and, your mind. And what is wrong with that? You know, yeah. I just want to have a good time and have fun. I'm not, I'm harmless. I'm not doing anything evil. You know, if eating, you know, munchies and, and playing video games is your, your sound of evil and bringing the country down, you know, then go pick it EA's, you know, electronics or whatever. But I, I think uh, you know, once you start applying it in that medical sense, and you know, because I do have a need for it, um, I, 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 to, I have a different observation of it now. I have a total different look at it now. You know, it's really interesting and in how I apply it. You know, because it is my medicine. Mm-hmm. You know, it is what I need. You know, it's not what I. And before, when I was uh, smoking it, when I look back now, I can look at that and say, you know what, I was probably getting high to keep from my depression, you know, because I always, when I didn't have it, it was just kind of, you're just a normal sucky, sober person, <laughs> you know, and just want to, you just lose your thoughts a little bit and then you get a little, I get a little stone and you start focusing on what you want to do and you know, what yeah. have you. I mean, the common misconception is that you just become stupid and you know, it's all these movies that just project us as horrible college stoner, you know, bros basically. And basically what happens is you become introspective. You want to get out and make something of yourself. I mean, it's fun. Right. I think just real quick to that point, I think <coughs> Bob Marley is a really good example of that. You know, the, the music he generated while being stoned is quite incredible. Yeah. I mean, look at any musician. They're all on some type of drug. 